to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. All right, let's pray as we get started this evening. Father, we thank you this evening for your love and mercy and provision in our lives. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who will enable all of us to have an ear to hear this evening what you're revealing and saying to us. We place ourselves in your care, in your provision, in your word. We say, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in Jesus' name. We receive your blessing and anointing upon that which I reveal this evening and upon everybody's here, they will have an ear to hear what the Spirit's saying. They will show them things to come. And we thank you for all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Everybody's got a handout okay? Well, it depends on what type of handout, I guess, but I'm, I'm talking. Huh? You don't necessarily have to. We, I mean, we got... We don't have a whole lot of room here, but I got you. We need to give. I'll put a couple back in the sound booth. How's that? And you can be all set. Hallelujah. There you go, sir. Glory be to God. Yes. You need a pen, PT? Okay. Well, just, just so you know, that's why I put those things in the back table. There's always pencils and paper there, but you can use that for right now. Thank you, honey. If I don't get it back, I'll just charge you $100. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Glory to God. Genesis chapter 1. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 1, and we're going to be specifically looking at verses 26 to 29. You say, well, what are we, why are we spending all this time in the Old Testament? Well, I don't know how much all this time is, but the Old Testament is part of the Word of God, is it not? The answer to that one is yes. <clears throat> and probably for the last two weeks, I can't tell you for sure right now, but we'll be pretty much specifically in, on the, what, in the New Testament, what it's saying about the kingdom of God and finances. We'll be going through several more scriptures this evening. So Genesis chapter 1, 26 to 29. He says, and God said, he does a lot of that, doesn't he? Yep. Guess what? You and I have to do a lot of it. Saying the word of God, declaring the word of God. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have what? Dominion. That is exactly what he wants you and I to have, dominion 
in the area of finances. In the area of finances specifically. I mean, it's more than that. But what we're talking about this evening. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So the point being, God wants you and I to have dominion. The way you're going to have that dominion, or one of the ways is the way this verse started, and God said, you and I have to train ourselves and learn to speak the word of God. What he has said, what he has proclaimed to us, what he's declared, that's what you and I need to do. That's how you're going to walk in the fullness of finances. That will enable us to do that. <clears throat> Verse 27. Genesis 1:27. So God created in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Image is an interesting word. Have you ever seen an image? Well, they put them on TV all the time. But we're talking about the image that God created us in. <clears throat> in that image, or icon, it has definitions for it. Let me see if, if I can bring this one up here. A resemblance, a representative figure, especially an idol. Lest I forget, which I already have, on your handout page, take a look at the very bottom of it. You've probably heard me before, especially in other sessions, referred to, refer to Esword. That is a tremendous Bible reference tool. Tremendous Bible reference tool. If you have a desktop computer, if you follow these links right here, you can look that up. You can get eSword for a whopping cost of 0.00. .00. And I'm telling you, it is a fantastic Bible study tool. Fantastic. Now, they have them for the iPhone and iPads and different stuff like that, but I'm pretty sure you have to pay like a few dollars or whatever for that. Now, even at that, it'd be a tremendous deal. So, but when the fellow that initially started this, uh, he made it so that it was free. And so now it's still free if you have like a desktop computer that it would go on. But you can look that up. But I wanted to mention that at first and I didn't. So I think you'll find it <coughs> it'll be very beneficial to you. A resemblance, an illusion, an image. Now, I have something interesting for a couple individuals at this table right here. The, the Greek word, excuse me, the Hebrew word, you know why I say it? you're going to find it interesting? I found it interesting. Hopefully you will. The word is taslem. I'd say that's very, very close to taslim. That is the word. <coughs> Glory to God. It is, well, I can tell you this, it's, uh, you put down H, because it's Hebrew in the Old Testament, 6754. 
And their spelling is T-S-E-H hyphen L-E-M. Anybody else want to know if your name's in here? No, okay. Go ahead and get the study thing. You can look it up and find it. <clears throat> All right, so verse 28. And God blessed them, and God said unto them. You know how God blessed them? By S-A-Y-I-N-G. S-A-Y-I-N-G. Again, it's going to come up over and over and over and over. There's a reason that the scripture lays out this way and tell us that he said, he said, he said, he said. You and I have to say that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Well, I don't want to do it. What if you don't want to do it? No problem. You don't have to be saved. But if you're going to come into the kingdom of God, that's one of the things that happens. It comes with that voice, that confession. <clears throat> and God blessed them and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion. Again, I would like to stress that God wants you and I to have dominion in all areas. And from what we're talking about for the next few weeks, we're talking about finances. We need to change our mindset if it's not there, that God wants you and I to have dominion over finances. All the resources that have been put in this earth is not for the devil and his crowd. God wants you and I to take dominion over that. And believe me, that will happen. And you'll see the church coming more and more in the forefront of this. Replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So dominion is what God wants you and I to have. Dominion is to tread down, to subjugate, specifically to prevail against, to reign, to rule, and to take over. You know, when enemies go to war, the ones that the strongest and goes in, he goes and takes all the spoils. He takes over. That's what you and God wants you and I to do. But it will not happen automatically. It'll happen as we apply ourselves to the Word of God, read these things. And again, the reason I mentioned that, mentioned that reference on Esau, you're going to see it's a fantastic tool to bring out all the, me all the meanings of these words that we wouldn't understand, you know, the, well, the way the King James writes it is fine, but sometimes when you look up a word, you find out it just amplifies it a whole lot more. So, all right, and so now we're in verse 29, Genesis 1:29, and he's at it again. And God said, "Behold, I have given you every herb-bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree in the which is the fruit." of a tree yielding seed to you it shall be for meat God has laid everything out for us he's laid everything out for us it is our job to take and get a hold of it remember what one of the words it'll, I don't know if it'll come up in the evening session or not, but it will in one of our things ever, ever heard the word lambano those of you that have been here regularly, you better answer yes to that one. What, does, what is some kind of definition of lambano? Lamb. 
I just gave it to you a minute ago, but to take and get a hold of. Now, somebody offered you, and eh, we'll up the ante. If somebody offered you, well, we'll just stick with a Benjamin. Okay. You know what a Benjamin is in U.S. dollars? $100. There you go, 100 bucks. If somebody offered you 100 bucks, I would suggest you be wise to lamb on that sucker. <laughs> And ask him, you got any more? I mean, whatever. <coughs> Glory to God. Come on. All right. All right, let's go to a, a second reference, Deuteronomy 28. You're saying you're still in the Old Testament. I understand that. But there's good things in the Old Testament. Deuteronomy 28, we're going to be looking at verses 8 to 13. <clears throat> All right, Deuteronomy 28, 8 to 13. The Lord shall command the blessing a commanded blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thine hand unto and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee again we don't have to be just in the Old Testament and we won't be in the Old Testament all of this evening either but again, it's, it's helping us to see from way back when this was God's plan and design for you and I. And he's never changed that. He hasn't abolished it. Absolutely he has not. He's looking for the body of Christ, for the born-again believers to take over, to rule and to reign on planet Earth. Yes, specifically, not just and only, but specifically what we're talking about financially, to have dominion. <clears throat> Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses, and all thou settest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Well, he didn't sell it to him. He gave it to him. 29, excuse me, 9. <clears throat> the Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. If thou shalt what? K-E-E-P. -E -E what in the world is this thing doing? It's usually an operator problem, but here we go. This is a word we've heard many times also. Uh, the number reference, you don't necessarily need it, but I'll give it to you. It's H for Hebrew 8104. The word is shama. It means to hedge about as with thorns, to guide, to protect, to attend to, to observe. God protect and attend to. That's what God wants you and I to do in this area. We're to guide it, to protect it, and attend to it. Give it attention. <clears throat> 
Thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. Verse 10, Deuteronomy 28 and 10. And all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of thee. How about that word? They will be in fear. They will revere. They'll be fully in fear. That's what the word of God is saying about people in this area for you and our lives. All people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord and they shall be afraid of thee. That is what he says. Our job, our choice should be, well, I'm going to believe that and receive that. It may not look like some of them are, but we don't go by just looks. This is what he said. His word is true or is it not? It absolutely is true. So, Okay, verse 11. And the Lord... We keep hearing about the Lord a lot. So there's a reason for that. And the Lord, you know what that word Lord means? What's that? Ruler over all. Yes, in some respects, but here's what the word is really is. Yehovah. You ever heard that one before? That's who he is. Yehovah, the self-existent eternal one. Jehovah. The name of the Lord. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Plenteous means to over exceed, to excel, to abound. And again, that's why I gave you that reference. Use any Bible software that you would like, but I encourage you to look up these scriptures. You wouldn't necessarily have that understanding by just reading in there. But you look into it, and this is exactly what that word means. To exceed, to excel, <clears throat> to abound, to preserve. That's what that word means. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in 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 the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. That didn't mean that he was using bad, bad language that day when it says he swear. No, he's, he's speaking something forth and it's a command to them to be able to hear it and go ahead and take a hold of it. Again, that's what we need to do. It's not going to come to any of us in the area of finances that we're talking about. It's not going to come to any of us automatically. None of us. We have to apply ourselves. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. <clears throat> okay. Verse 12. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure. Treasure? Here's a definition for you. Depository. An armory, a treasure house. That is exactly what that word is talking about. The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven, to give the rain unto thy land in his season. 
Well, that's a good thing, right? And to bless all the work of thy hand, and thou... You ears better pick up on this one. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Now, don't put yourself in any kind of condemnation this evening if you've borrowed money for something or whatever. But God's will and purpose and plan for us, the best is that we will lend. Now, this is people, his people he's talking to here. This is the declaration that he's conferring on them, wants them to see. He wants you and I to see it. Thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Lend. Lend means to twine. Now, that's what a, that's what a lender does. He tries to get you entwined in all these legalistic things or whatever when we, when we sign an agreement with them or whatever. <clears throat> thou shalt lend unto many nations, but thou shalt not borrow. <clears throat> All right, and we have one more here. Let's go to verse 13. They better hasten the pace in here, I guess. Deuteronomy 28 and 13. And the Lord, we're hearing about the Lord and God through all these verses, are we not? Again, that's the one that's making the declarations to you and I, that we're able to take hold of them. The Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them. Here's another word we've heard many times. Observe. The way we observe the word of God, this is the definition that comes with in the, <clears throat> in the language study. To hedge about as with thorns. That is to guard, to protect, and to attend to. To guard, protect, and attend to. Where the guard and protect the word of God that he has given us and keep it before us in the promises that he's made to us. Our part is to believe his promises and speak his word. His part, he's got the harder part, is to make it come to pass. But he's already said, 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 said so many times that he's not changing it. It's there. And so it's available for you and I. That's where we need to be able to see it. Okay, I got a, I have a, couple of notes to sort of sum up some of these. You don't have that particular list, but here's what I'll read with the scriptures that we just went through in Deuteronomy 28, 8 to 13. Your inheritance comes in proportion to your new identity. Now one can get born again and they're saved and they are in the kingdom of God. But we need to apply ourselves once we get born again. You need to go to a church that's going to teach the Word of God. Not just hum-ho sermons and things that they think they might go with. Teach what the Word of God says. The, the Spirit of God will speak to us. Your inheritance comes in proportion to your new identity. You're new in Christ. 
most of what we will receive is based on our image of him in us. There's that word image again. He made us in his image and likeness. Most of what we will receive is based on our image of him in us. Bible says, greater is he that is where? In, us. in you than he that's in this world. <clears throat> All right, we have to move right along here. Let's drop down to Proverbs 23 and 7. Dee, 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 dee. Are we ever going to get out of the New Testament? Oh, yeah, we will. Proverbs 23 and 7. Proverbs 23 and 7, it says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Now, several of us are not here. I mean, several of us that are here, or even on Sunday when the larger part of the congregation's in here, you don't necessarily know what they're thinking and saying. You don't know what's in their heart unless the Spirit of God reveals something to you as, as a ministry purpose. But the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. See, our thinking in our image has a lot to do with this. And that's what he wants us to understand. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. <clears throat> I have some notes for this section also, so I'll read these to you. This is in the same reference, Proverbs 23, 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. What you believe about yourself is where you will end up. What you believe about yourself, not what somebody else believes about you. They'll have their own thing in their own life. What you believe about yourself is where you will end up. What you will receive from God is about what image you have of yourself. Again, the image of God in us, the likeness of God in us. God has these plan things planned for us. Remember, we read the verse earlier. We are made in his image and in his likeness. What you will receive from God is about what image you have of yourself. Your image determines the amount of your inheritance that you will possess. Your image. Anybody in here ever seen their image? The answer is yes. We'll come back to it. <clears throat> your image determines the amount of your inheritance that you will possess. Your image. When you look in the mirror, anybody ever looked in the mirror? Hopefully you did before you came here this evening, but that's all right. <laughs> When you look in the mirror, who do you see? Do you see yourself as a son or a daughter of God? If not, we should. That's exactly who we are. 
That's why we have to read, read the Word of God, confess the Word of God, and let it become more and more a part of our life. Do you see yourself as a son or daughter of God walking in the blessing of God that he commanded on you? Or what do you see? Don't give me your answer. You just think it over. But see, seeing, seeing has got a lot to do with us. Our image, we're made in his image and likeness. It's, it is all a part of our being. <clears throat> all right, let's go to 2 Corinthians. What is up with this thing? I'm sure it must be an operator problem, but I'm having... 2 Corinthians, I'm assuming there must be a 1 Corinthians, right? If there's a 2nd, all right. Well, we're going to 2 Corinthians, and we're going to chapter 3, and we're going to verses 17 and 18. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 and 18. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Lord is that Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. <coughs> Whoops. I checked the definition on this one. Liberty to do as one pleases. True liberty is living as we should not, as, is living as we should, not as we please. True liberty is living as we should, not as we please. But now God has made things specifically for you and I. It pleases him when we receive what he's promised to us, what he's given to us. And so, this is how the liberty comes into it. The Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, let me ask you this. Is the spirit of the Lord here this evening? The answer to that one is yes. <clears throat> well, if the spirit of the Lord is here, there must be liberty here as well. And I trust that there is. I don't feel under compulsion or anything else. I'm walking in the peace of God. Why? Because that's my choice. Do you always walk in the peace of God? Well, you may hear me running my mouth the wrong way sometimes. But most generally you'll not because you're not around where I am all the time. But the point being, we may all lose our cool at one time or the other. But that doesn't mean we have to remain that way. We can repent. Ask forgiveness and move on from there. Again, God wants us to walk in all of this that he has provided for us. And it's, it, should be, it should be becoming very clear as we go along. Again, that's why I provide handouts. Because, you know, you're here this evening, but some tomorrow, the next day, next week or whatever, you can look at this paper again. And you can look up these verses again. And especially when you've got some time, and you come and you're not hurried, you're going to look something up again. Do not be surprised if the Spirit of God shows you something 
that wasn't even touched in our time together. But that's because who he is. Can you imagine? I mean, we're getting more super and super computers all over the world nowadays doing fantastic things. I heard some statistics today. Would you think I can remember them? Nah, I mean, it was just way the heck out there. It was talking about many years ago how we would have had X number of gigabytes of data. But what we have now, I mean, I can't remember the, the terms that they use, but it's vastly, vastly, vastly different way above that. So because of technology and things. God allowed all this technology. Man had to have wisdom to do this. Now, it's a good thing that they weren't waiting around for you or I, and I'll speak for myself, to develop all this stuff. We might be doing something in the Stone Ages still or whatever. But there's a lot of technology in the world today, and God's going to use all of it. He has plans of all of it for you and I. <clears throat> all right. Verse 18. I guess we should go there. 2 Corinthians 3.18 But we all with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image. What does he keep bringing up this image thing for? Well actually I'm not bringing it up. I mean it's in this book. If you get a Bible read this evening. This is what he, is what he has said and declared. And by the way, we're even in the New Testament now. Uh, da, da, da. <laughs> but we all with open face, beholding as in the glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. You and I can be changed. You and I will be changed. If that's our desire, as we yield ourselves to the Spirit of God, we read the Word of God, that change will happen in our, in our lives. He has planned it that way. He wants it to be that way. The Holy Spirit's there to enable us to help us grasp the Word of God and understand it and make us so that we can receive more of what he's got for us. Let me look up this uh, <clears throat> open face here. Appearance, presence, countenance, face, fashion, and presence again. That's what the Spirit of God is talking about here in these verses. Again, we yield ourselves, we allow ourselves, we accept, we desire the Spirit of God to give us understanding and revelation. The Bible says he will take the things of his and reveal them unto you, which will enable you to see and to understand. That's what you and I need. That's the way we get these things. I mean, I just, I didn't eat a bowl of Wheaties this morning and all of a sudden all these references came to me. I don't usually eat Wheaties anyway. Nothing wrong with Wheaties, but I eat, you don't need to know what I eat, what difference does it make? <laughs> but if I was going to have cereal, I'd have either Rice Krispies or Cheerios. 
or as strange as I am, I put half and half, but we don't need to go there. So, <clears throat> oh, we're really off the rails now here, aren't we? Huh? Okay. All right, let me read just a couple notes here for, on this 2 Corinthians 3, 17 to 18. Everything in the kingdom of God is received. What's that word received again? Lambano, take to get a hold of. <clears throat> Everything in the kingdom of God is received by Five little word begins with that, faith. faith. Everything in the kingdom of God is received by faith. We can take and get a hold of it by the faith that we have in his word, what he said to us. And again, that's what he wants to happen in our lives. <clears throat> so we must walk in our royalty. Did you realize you was part of royalty? I didn't bring my whole robe with me this evening or whatever, but uh, you are, you're a part of royalty. Amen. Now, I guess maybe, not the only, but one of the occasions that we could refer to when we talk about royalty would be England. You see what they, the festivities and stuff they put on. But you and I are a part of royalty. We walk in royalty, excuse me, we, we walk in royalty by faith. Why, you don't always look like you're royal, Patrick. Well, maybe so. But you don't look in my mirror. Amen. I look in my mirror. And I don't look in your mirror. We must walk in our royalty by faith, believing God's word. Believe what God's word has said. And we pointed that out several times as we started saying, and God said, and God said, and God said. He's trying to get a message to us. <clears throat> He's saying, guess what you and I should be doing? Same. Saying the exactly same thing. He gave us a mouth to, for many other things. That's how we eat also. But to confess the word of God, give it place in our lives, give it entrance and that's how it's going to get there on any subject it's receiving God's word by faith that's going to enable you to go ahead with that <clears throat> all right let's go now to first John F four Somebody's saying something over this. I don't know what it is. First John four seventeen. <clears throat> so I take it there must be one one John seeing we get a first one, but here we go. First John four seventeen. Herein is our love made perfect. What do you think the word perfect means? What's that? Perfect. To make complete. To make complete. <clears throat> okay. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. 
Boldness is a good thing, is it not? Amen. Some of us, because of our, up, of our upcoming, excuse me, upbringing, we may not have any boldness for a long time. Only when we got born again and to be a, begin to be around the Word of God and those that were able to declare and act in bones before, well, that encouraged us, that, in, that helped us. Our upbringings may have been not too good. Uh, I know in many respects mine was not. But it takes a while for things to work around. But thank God that he does that for us. <clears throat> Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment. Well, let's take a look at that word boldness. All outspokenness, frankness, bluntness, bluntness, bluntness. I'll get it out after a while. All unspokenness and frankness. That's because we have the ability, we have the desire, we have the choice to declare and decree and allow things to come to pass in our life. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Not when we get to heaven. It's talking about what's in this world right now. As he is, so are we in this world. And again, that's something that you and I have to appropriate for our own lives. Joe or Susie or Tom or Mary, whoever, they may or may not be operating and living in a certain type of boldness or whatever. But it says, as he is, so are we in this world. That's what his desire is for you and I. He would desire you and I to walk in boldness. A leader, generally speaking, walks in boldness. And that would be because he may, have, he may have come up in life in a childhood that was very detrimental also. But somewhere along the line, somebody began to give him input. And then hopefully, again, somewhere along the line, he began to receive Jesus as his Savior and begin to be in a church where you can learn about the Word of God and see what it's saying, what God wants for us. <clears throat> and so that th that's how things can change in your life and my life. So as he is, so are we in this world. He is fine, by the way. He is rich, by the way. He is healthy, by the way. And he wants that for you and me. That is his plan. <clears throat> Excuse me. That is his will. That is his purpose. And he's not backing down from it. He doesn't have to. And guess what? You and I don't either. God is not withholding. Ah, shut up. Think I turned that volume down? The answer is no. I did now. Who knows what they want to talk about. But. All right, here we go. Let's go to 1 Corinthians right now. Get ourselves out of that mess. 1 <coughs> Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. Very good. 
1 Corinthians 6 and 17. In the New Testament says this, but he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. He that is joined. What's that word joined mean? <clears throat> Interesting definitions. Oh, come on. Joined to glue. Ever used glue on anything? It has to do with stickiness, does it not? Glue? <clears throat> to glue, to stick, to cleave, to glue together, to cement, to fasten together. That's, the, that's what this word is talking about. He that is joined unto the Lord. We're fastened unto the Lord. We're stuck together with the Lord. That's the way he wants you and I. And that can be, that could be hard for us to grasp. Well, I mean, not everybody in this room can be stuck together with the Lord, can they? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. There can be billions on planet Earth. We, we must realize that God has made it so that every human being on planet Earth that ever was and that ever will be, he has provision for them. He has salvation for them. He has goodness for them. That we, that we need to enlarge, not necessarily our mind, but that's part of it in our lives, but our spirit to grasp a hold of this, of who he is and what he has and what he wants to do for us. For he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. Do you have the same spirit of God? You got, you got the same spirit as Jesus Christ? He that is joined unto the Lord, which would be Jesus Christ, is one spirit. We're with him. We're with him. We're in him. <clears throat> he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit. As children, that would be you and I, of the most high God. That is quite a title, is it not? He's the most high God. We have been empowered by our creator to bring forth the most powerful government this world has ever seen. The kingdom of God. Can you remember back... Uh, <clears throat> I know some of you can. I really don't know how many weeks, months, years past it's been, but I would say maybe only a couple, but again, I don't necessarily know. But you remember, when, remember back when Pastor Tom began teaching on the kingdom of God? <laughs> you don't have to have the date, just the fact that you remember. <laughs> I don't have the date either. Uh, <clears throat> But if you think about that now, how much that you have changed in your spirit, man, with the consistent hearing of the word of God on the kingdom of God. Amen. And I bring that up partly because of what I wrote down here. <clears throat> As children of the most high God, we have been empowered by our creator to bring forth the most powerful government 
this world has ever seen, the kingdom of God. And that's what it is. It's a government. We have a government. <clears throat> uh, we, won't, we won't waste any seconds this evening to begin to talk about our present government. <clears throat> but uh, <clears throat> the most powerful government this world has ever seen is the kingdom of God. Amen. Guess what? You and I are in it. And that's his design and plan. <clears throat> All right, so now we need to go to Matthew. We're doing a lot in the New Testament now, right? Matthew chapter 4, in verse 17. My, 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 there's a lot here. Matthew 4, 17. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. How about preach? Preach is to herald, <clears throat> to proclaim, and to publish. It uses the word public crier also. That again would go back to uh, the English domain. And they would have public criers that would go out. I mean, hence after that, well then you would have had newspapers and stuff and somebody crying out even that, headlines, headlines, so and so happened or whatever. But it would be a public crier. Well, Jesus was crying out to those people and helping them to see. Uh, get out of that for a minute, come back here. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Preach and say. Say means to lay forth a systematic set of discourse to break silence because they had something to say. <clears throat> Hallelujah. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent. Well, what about that word? I wonder what that's all about. What do you think repent, repent might have to do with? It's not going to cost you any dollars if you get the wrong statement. All right, here's the definition. <clears throat> to think differently to reconsider to repent to change one's mind <clears throat> I would imagine even since you've been born again and in the kingdom of God you've had to change your mind over a few things and that's good news good news in this respect <clears throat> the Spirit of God already ministered that hadn't been ministering something to you or something you was reading allowed you and caused you to see something a little different. And then you figured, hmm, well, I got to check this out. So you start looking at different verses and stuff and find out. And then 
that just takes place in your life. You begin to accept it as the truth. <clears throat> the way that you accept things from the truth, I suggest, is by reading the Bible. Look at God's word, what he has to say. And that's what is right. We may not see it correctly at first or for a long time. Excuse me. <clears throat> but that's what is right. To repent so we can change our mind. For the kingdom of heaven is where? <clears throat> it's at hand. Well, here's my hand. Where the heck's kingdom at? <clears throat> that means near to approach, to be at hand, to join one thing to another. The kingdom of heaven is at hand, meaning it's available to you and I. It's not in some far-off region which we'll get in 14,000 years from now or something. That's not going to be the case. But it's at hand. It's right here. And again, the Holy Spirit is the one that's going to allow you and I. He's going to cause light to come on the scene in our lives, so to speak. And we're going to see something that we didn't see before. We're going to understand something that we didn't understand before. And again, in our context, in these sessions, we're talking about finances in the kingdom of God. He wants us to see light, to see scripture, to see things that we haven't seen before. We may not have seen before. And he will enable us to grasp and be able to take a hold of those things and take them to ourselves. And they are going to benefit us. The word of God is what's going to enable you and I to grow in the kingdom of God in the area of finances, and it can be, here's a bold one for you, it can be happening exponentially. It doesn't mean it's got to take 14 years for it to happen. We believe his word. Give the Holy Spirit entrance into our lives. He will take care of the rest. Okay, on the notes here, <clears throat> repent means to think differently, to exercise the mind, to consider, to observe, to understand. Kingdom is royalty, rule, and reign. You are part of royalty Amen. in the body of Christ. Well, I didn't think of that this week. Well, that's all right. Maybe you'll think of it tonight when you go to bed or whatever. But well, that's a fact. The kingdom, we're part of the royalty to rule and reign. <clears throat> the Spirit of God will. Well, he might. No. He might if that's what you want to believe. But I said the Spirit of God will, capital W-I-L-L, -L, show, teach, and tell us all we need to know. Spirit of God will do that. He will show us, teach us, and tell us all we need to know. Can you imagine the, I don't know what words we would use. I mean, he knows every single one of us. 
And how's he going to get the right thing to everybody else so they can grow and receive and accept? How's he going to do that? Don't worry a little head. He can do it. He knows exactly what you and I need to hear from where we're at right now. Now, you won't have everything when it comes to Revelation that you'll have it this time next year, but you'll have something in between there, and it'll be what we need, and that's what he'll bring to us. Our confidence needs to be in him. Uh, It looks like I'm pretty much done. I don't know if we dare jump into any questions again this week, but we can always limit it to one if it gets real bad, but no. If anybody has a question on anything we've covered or anything even to do with the area of finances, uh, we'll see what we can do about that. You don't have to have one, but I might hold you here for an extra 20 minutes just to get one. No, no, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, as I mentioned, uh, I will have a folder like this up on the little bin areas there, back by the sound booth. <clears throat> so, you know, I'll have the, the handouts in there if somebody need, missed something and needs something about or whatever. Uh, <clears throat> But we will more than likely, the, the emphasis from here on in our times together, we have two more weeks, uh, will be more specifically in the New Testament. As you, can, as you can see, some of them were there this evening as well. But our part is to believe what he said. Now, we've, we've already pretty much, well, we certainly didn't cover the whole Old Testament, nowhere even remotely near it. But we went over many, 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 many scriptures that have to do in the area of finance is what God said and promised and has done. And so in our last couple of weeks together, we're going to spend more time in the New Testament and the Spirit of God. Well, you, you might ask, well, do you know exactly what you're going to say for the next two weeks? What do you think the answer to that is? Maybe. Capital N, capital O. But I tell you what, I will have something by next Wednesday night. I'll actually have it before that. I don't wait till Tuesday night to try to put something together. But glory to God. the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added.